3: Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your
4: wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief, but choosing the right chapter is crucial. In a free consultation, we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com.
3: 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. you got to download that Odyssey app today because, uh, you know, you can get all the audio that matters to you.
5: Like us, for instance. I mean, I mean, Steve. This that BJ and Migg's daily podcast that matters to somebody. Like for instance, maybe you're not going to stick around when we talk to Mitch Levy about the Seahawks going into playoffs at seven seventeen. If you miss it, you could always listen to it during the Daily Show podcast.
3: It's as simple as that, man. Uh, the Odyssey, uh, man. That Odyssey app, whether you've got an Android phone, an iPhone, uh, is so much good audio on there, including our show on demand for you, and uh, it's really awesome. Just go to your store. You know, your phone store and go A U D A C Y. That's all you got to do the search for, and you get
2: Odyssey. Let's play.
6: I took double the amount of caffeine I normally do, so enjoy. I'm going to be a little off the walls today. Oh, Oh, look
3: at you, jumping around like a crazy pro. Oh, yeah, look at that I'm like a Danny.
6: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. And you you, you grind your teeth together and go, Yeah, when you
5: really get all Mm -hmm.
3: caffeinated.
6: Yeah, so I may need to be chewing on something so I don't mess up my teeth.
5: (laughs) So you're summed up like you take Molly, basically, is what it sounds like. You're grinding your teeth, you're chewing gum. Hmm.
6: Okay, maybe I need to try Molly. No, say. no, I'm not encouraging
3: <laughs> no,
5: that. No, okay, you kidding. probably would.
3: I'm you kidding. probably would just combust if you took yeah. Molly. Yeah.
6: Now that's why I'm like, I'll just do my two shots of caffeine. I'll be fine. Uh, but we do have a game to get to. We have Jeff from Pualup. Jeff, are you there?
3: Yes. Good morning. Good morning.
6: Good morning. All right, Steve, get out of here. Goodbye. Bye. Well, for those playing at home, Jeff has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready?
4: Yeah, let's go, Victoria.
6: Oh, yeah. Uh, what are the separators on a guitar neck called?
3: Uh, Frets.
6: Correct. Currently, how many teams are in the NFL? 32. Correct. How many kids do Kim and Kanye West have?
4: Oh, boy. Three, four.
6: Four, yes. Joe Exotic is best known for starring in what Netflix documentary?
4: Uh, the exotic Joe nope. Tiger uh, t- uh, Tiger Land I don't no. know Are you going to pass? Pass Which yep. actor
6: voiced both Darth Vader and the Lion King's Mufasa?
4: James Earl Jones
6: Correct Which hard seltzer did America face a shortage in, in of, uh, 2019?
4: 2019 hard sel- uh Truly Nope uh, Hard seltzer uh, Bud Seltzer
6: Nope Pass. What rapper was the first winner of The Masked Singer?
4: Uh, Kanye West. Nope. Uh, Ice Cube. Ice nope.
6: T. Nope. Stephanie Meyer is best known for writing what popular book series? Twilight. Correct. One, two, three, four, five. Correct.
3: All right. Let's I hope I mean, that- that's, what, that's what someone told me anyway. I didn't yeah, Exactly. Them. Jeff, let's hope that that embarrassing bit of trivia that you did know will get you the win.
6: <laughs> I, I, I give people a pass, especially if they're from here, because, you know. There's ties.
3: No, I would be embarrassed, and I know it too. And okay, I, I am enough. embarrassed you that know. I know okay. it. I know that answer. All but right. look who's back! Look who's Hello. back! G- it's Geno Smith in his action green. That's what's up.
6: You know, Steve's throwing me off today. I'm so used to like seeing black out of the corner of my eye, and it's just bright green. Well, I can, it is. I can weird. Take my jersey off if you want. I think I'm okay.
3: Vicky, you're right, Steve. It just doesn't look
5: right. It feels right.
3: You know, I mean, I <laughs> mean, you
5: look like you're. You look like who told Steve he's going to a rave? It's just. It's just so weird. <laughs> Oh, I would wear this to a rave any time of the week. Bright green jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, Gino for you
3: that—that's total rave for you. Yeah. Let's be honest. Anything that's not black and a little lighter is a rave for you. That's <laughs> for you. true.
5: Very true. It's
6: like me wearing dark gray. Anywho, Steve, are you ready? They rolled me off.
5: I ain't right back though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go.
6: What are the separators on a guitar neck called? Frets. Correct. Currently, how many teams are there in the NFL? 32. Correct. How many kids do Kim and Kanye West have?
5: Three. No. Two.
6: No. One? No. Four? Yeah. Damn. Kanye. Joe Exotic is best known for starring in What Netflix Tiger documentary? King. Correct. Which actor voiced both Darth Vader and the Lion King's Mufasa? Jones. Correct. Which hard seltzer did America face a shortage in uh, of in 2019? What was that? What hard seltzer did America Damn. face a shortage of in
5: 2019? Zima. No. Oh, uh, White Claw.
6: Yes. <laughs> what rapper was the first winner of The Masked Singer?
5: What rapper? 50 Cent? Nope. Uh, MC Hammer? Nope. Coolio? No.
6: Damn it. Stephanie Meyer is best known for writing what popular book series?
5: Heart to heart. No. I don't know. Heart to heart. Um <laughs> uh, popular book series. Uh, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. No. Uh, crap. Uh, Harry Potter. No. Hello. Which Harry pop star Potter.
6: accidentally set fire to her home gym with candles?
5: It's rock star. Or pop, star. pop star. I'll go Beyonce. No.
6: Beyonce. Her. Uh, one, two, three, four, Lisa five. Lisa left. Eye Lopez. No, five and five. <laughs> it's a tie.
3: Yeah, buddy. Oh, Jeff, that that embarrassing bit of information gave you the tie, sir. (laughs) All right, I'll take it. All right, take it easy, buddy. There you go. I was starting
5: off pretty good and
3: then it
6: fell apart. That's kind of what happened with him, too. The bit of information that was kind of uh, embarrassing was uh, Stephanie Meyer's best known for writing what popular book series, and he quickly answered Twilight.
5: Oh, yeah.
6: Yep. But I give anybody a pass because Twilight was based here in Washington and everyone was obsessed. No, no, thanks. Well,
3: you know what? Uh, thanks for the pass. I still, I, I don't want people to know I know this.
6: <laughs> Does anybody know which pop star accidentally set fire to her home gym with candles?
3: Was it Adele? Nope. Was it Billie Eilish? Nope. Lizzo? Uh,
6: nope.
3: Uh, was it uh, Kimmer? I have no idea.
6: Well, who is a pop star you wouldn't be surprised for doing something kind of weird or crazy? Lady Gaga. Uh, okay, maybe not. not that crazy.
5: Oh, Britney wow. Spears! Oh, oh wow! You know, okay. I just don't think she's allowed to do anything. So I just figured that she was okay. That's, oh.
3: And she, you know, and she is a pop star. I just don't think of her as a pop star anymore. But you're right. I mean, that's the right
5: thing to call. She's her. She's now an Instagram star. Yeah, for her oh, crazy yeah. Instagram posts. Yeah, you know what? And good for her.
6: Uh, oh, does anybody know what rapper was the first winner of The Masked Singer?
3: I would have said the guesses that Steve said, so I'm a little clueless on this.
6: Uh, it was T-Pain.
3: T-Pain. That's right. Yeah, so you got to think of somebody that's kind of like, I don't know, B, like a, mm-hmm. a, a B-level sort yeah. of star. And I couldn't think of anybody because I just don't know that genre well
5: or, enough to know the B-levels. Or it was once an A-level and then eventually kind of worked their way down. To, yeah. like, ah, I'll do it. That's why know. Hammer, I thought, was a good guess. Yeah, but I think T-Pain, he's the guy who uses auto-tune all the time, but then one time there was a video that came yeah. out of him singing without autotune, and everyone's like, why isn't he singing without autotune? He's got a good voice. Right?
6: I mean, he did make like a whole genre, I feel like, everyone had the autotune for a while. Yes. So, I mean, he's famous for that. Alright, well, you know,
3: give him that. Well, I mean, he's famous, definitely, because they, they, they put people that you at least know on that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, congratulations to the yeah. tie. You know uh, <laughs> Good for you. Wouldn't it have been good for the Seahawks if they got the tie? So, oh, uh, I know, dude. Yeah. And I was
5: worried about that when they kept saying, "Oh, if they tie, that means was it like yeah. Washington's ahead of them or something like that?" Or, yeah, well, pretty much, whoever
3: wins that game, uh, yeah, whoever won the game Sunday night would be ahead of them. That that would have been it.
5: When Myers yeah. bonked that field goal attempt, oh man! I mean, I, it, it was a hard, you know, what I, bad weather. It was from a good distance, but I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Yeah, I was I,
3: talking. I, I was talking to my wife though. When you say like. How difficult is it for you to hit a post? I really feel like it should be a it should be four points. <laughs> Dude, if you hit the post, it should be four. It's
5: a home running baseball when you hit the foul pole, yeah. right? And then what was it? The Packers kicker bonked it, yeah. But he did it instead of hitting on one of the sides of the post, he hit the middle,
3: yeah, because it was, yeah. So, it
5: was so far from where he was trying to get it. I was like, in one in one day, we saw two bonks. Yeah, and it is interesting when you, when you see two different sports, how it's such a different outcome
3: when you bonk a pole that is a dividing line between success and not success, which is fair foul right. or a field goal, not field goal. And football decides you get nothing for that, whereas baseball says you get everything for that if you, if you, you get the best you could
5: do. Yeah, it's like hitting a post in a hockey game for a football the oh, yeah.
3: Well, you know, and I guess that is, it's probably much more akin to that. Though still, it's the same thing. You know, you've got to get the ball between those foul poles in yep. baseball, but baseball decides. Dude, if you can hit the foul pole, you deserve it. That was cool, you know. Yeah, in hockey, yeah, you got, I mean, the post gets
5: hit a lot more than any time as far as football goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always the best sound when it's not your team.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, such a. It's the worst sound, though, when you hear it hit the post, and somehow
5: it still gets in anyway. And, dude, when oh. it hits that post, that thing kicks out a pretty good sound. Yeah. Bang.
3: Oh, Yeah. Um yeah so uh by the way I I wanted to bring up that, that your voice is getting better even 19. though uh this morning it was oh. like uh I I were you doing a lot of yelling this weekend down in Portland while you were cuz cuz I I the
5: big news was you did get to wrestle. I did. Yeah, yeah uh, dude. I no long story short I can't I can't spoil why my voice is the way it is but when you finally get to see uh, my my appearance on AEW, which they do like their dark show uh, when they do these live shows in like Portland and Seattle, they tape a bunch of stuff that's not aired, so I can't spoil what happened. But when you watch the match that I'm in, you'll see rather quickly why I don't have my voice because, well, it was crushed. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Like, I, I, I had, my voice got crushed by a certain move. And uh, I, I lost my voice. Like it wasn't what? because I'm yelling. It wasn't. Anything. That sounds epic. I want to oh, see that wow. move. That basically could take your voice from you. That's the wow. That's just a very big man delivered <laughs> a very painful thing to me. And it's that it, it happens. Uh, but of course, it's like everyone was laughing. Like the one guy who needs his voice is the one that got that that happened to, and it was me. So that was kind of a, a fun thing. But didn't it didn't take away from what happened, dude? I, so like, what was it? Wednesday. Um, Wednesday we. Uh, we had AEW in Seattle, and there was I, I got hired on to be an extra, which is like a bunch of the local wrestlers. They get hired on. You could maybe work security. You could maybe do this, that, and the other thing. But if you're lucky, you get an opportunity in the ring. I wasn't so lucky, and that's fine. Still had a great experience. We talked about it last week, and so I was also asked to be one of the extras on Friday on on yeah on Friday night in Portland at uh, the, the, the the arena there, and I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. I had. I was like, already. I told myself, I'm like, not getting. I'm not getting picked. It's just not going to happen. So, the night before, my wife and I, we ate like champions. Like, I just, I didn't even think about like, oh, how's this? You know, I had ice cream. I was having like, you know, Thai food. I was like, ah, what does it matter? I don't need to care. So I'm not going to get to wrestle tomorrow. Famous Last Words. We get there. I'm thinking, well, it's still not going to happen. And I'm happy that I'm going to get to do something. And I talked to some people behind the scenes and a couple of the, like main people behind the scenes. Like, you didn't tell us you're on the radio. And I'm like. At well, what point am I supposed to tell you that? Like, and they just started laughing because they're like, cause remember, I told you last week I was working security in front of a bunch of fans, which were a bunch of KSW and wrestling fans that knew who I was." And that was just kind of like a a fun awkward thing when like their their talent were like, "Who are you? Why are people coming up to you more than us?" And I was like, "Ah, this is wrestling yeah, fans, man. Like yeah. I'm, I'm their people. Like, yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Like, what do you want from me?" So I'm just hanging out, having a good time. They finally put up the the list of who's going to get to wrestle that that day. And I'm talking to somebody from AEW and I didn't even, I wasn't in any heart rush because I was like, I just, I just figured if I was going to get a chance, it was going to be Seattle. It's probably not going to happen in Portland. And I start walking there and all the people that I, I knew, that like part of my posse and my crew and friends and, and some of the people that work with AEW that know me, as I walk there, they all just look at me with a huge smile on my, on their face. And I'm like, oh, something good is going on. And I look and I'm like, holy crap, I have a match. And dude, it was like, I can't believe this. This is actually going to happen. And I was set to have my match after they finished doing their live shows. I was the first match after that. And it was against a guy that, you know, I mean, you see the pictures are out there. So, I mean, I don't feel bad saying that. But it's Jake Hager, who used to be Jack Swagger in the WWE. Big dude. Awesome guy. So, I'm just like, this is insane, dude. Like, I can't believe that this is going to happen. And so, I'm at the high, high. So, now my job is to track down Jake and say, hey, we're working together just to let you know whenever you're ready, we could... We could talk about stuff. And I go up to him and introduce myself. And he's just like, oh, I'm not working tonight. And I'm like, oh, he's messing with me. And he's like, oh, I I haven't been medically cleared. Oh, And dude, it was like if someone popped my balloon, I'm like, all right, well, guess that's not happening. That's cool. But that was fun for a half a second. (laughs) And so then I was like, he's like, you know what, let me double check. Make sure I'll check with the doctors and I'll come back to you. And I'm like, okay, I'll be around and so he finds me he goes actually it looks like I am cleared you know and then it was, a, it was like a minor injury he just wasn't 100% sure until he had a chance to talk with the doctors and they cleared him and, and then the rest is history man it will eventually end up on YouTube and on their, on, on their stuff and uh, it was an experience of a lifetime man and it was awesome because when you go out there you're kind of unassuming like you don't go through the big tunnel you're the extra guy you're the enhancement talent so you come out with the ref through the side but as I was coming out it, you felt like this wave of... And it was overwhelming. You look out and there's all these people in this arena. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I should not be here. That's all I kept thinking to myself. I'm like, I started so late in my life. I'm doing it just because I, I enjoy wrestling. I love doing it. Never thought I'd even have a match. Then I had a match. And this has been this crazy... Everyone's like, what's your goal? I'm like, I have no goal. I'm just on. I'm just here for the journey. Like I have no destination with this. It's like, this is just fun. And I'm having a time in my life getting to do it. And maybe I got another year left in me if that... Uh, but I'm going to enjoy it while I can. And now I'm walking out into this arena for one of the biggest companies in the world getting to do something. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, what the hell is happening in my life? And as I'm walking out, I could hear like this, like like the, 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 the crowd just starts building. Like the people who knew who I was and you start hearing, is that Steve Meggs? And then all of a sudden people start cheering and they go in the ring. And, and that's when everyone, like it kind of, it hits some people and there was just this great ovation. And man, it was it was an experience of a lifetime like i i can't even put it into words but i i am so glad i got to do it and i was shocked that i did and and you know what if i lost my voice for a couple of days because it got crushed it was worth it
3: yeah, yeah. wow that's that's fantastic
5: yeah, yeah. dude it was, it was it was so much to it i'm sure when it, when it airs i'll be able to share more of the fun stories but yeah. but all in all like i got to be in the ring and that's all i could and i had a fun moment in the ring with the guy like it was a it was it was a moment that people really enjoyed so everything about it was a blast
3: and uh, obviously, this weekend, even uh, uh, what an amazing weekend! And then, Stevie you get it capped off with the Seahawks going to the playoffs. Most important, man. Oh yeah, I mean that's, I mean that that might, I mean, look, might be the best weekend of your life outside of you know, like you know, wife and kid stuff. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll put that in there, but it's a hell of a weekend. It's up there. Oh yeah, I'd say wife kids very very close second, and you know, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> <I'm> yeah. <afraid. laughs> Seahawks are going to the playoffs, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's bittersweet for me. Of course, I'm happy that the Hawks are going to the playoffs. Never expected it. As a matter of fact, I never expected it so much that I made another bet with Mitch Levy because he expected it, and now I have to talk to him. Yes. (sighs) That's going to be at 717 on The Rock.
2: BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
0: Ninety-nine
3: point nine KISW, the Rock of Seattle. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, we cannot speak to Mitch Lee this morning. Uh, nice try. I, I don't know. A nice try. On a hailstorm, windstorm, something's going on there. Yeah. Uh, maybe a hurricane. You know, like an empty uh, wallet. Uh, yeah, that could be that. What too. What are
6: you talking about? I
3: hate. You know how much I hate this. I hate the fact that his team, that he grew up loving, squeaked into the playoffs and. He also beat me in a bet on the same day. I hate that. Yeah, uh,
2: Mitch um, Levy from Mitch I'll Unfiltered. I'll just say this: um, scrambled eggs in the burrito yeah. with uh, <laughs> melted cheddar cheese. Throw yes. a little bacon in there, uh, sausage, maybe a little bit of onion. And don't it's forget, don't forget, you've got to you've got to take care of the entire. The entire morning show staff. That's, that's, up. Me, the that's
3: what's up. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind taking care of them. It really is having to take care of you. I would rather buy them three breakfasts than have to buy you one because it means I lost again. The only thing is I will say about me is when I swing for the fences the way I do, I'm a happy guy when I lose a bet as opposed to you would have been an unhappy guy because not only would you yeah. have to buy me breakfast, but also the Hawks would not be in the playoffs. So it's, it's bittersweet for me. But hey, congratulations
2: to you. I will admit this. I guess you kind of know something about sports a little bit. Well, the implication is is that I'm excited about the Seahawks being in the playoffs and you and I uh, the the group and I have not visited in several weeks because of vacations and I had covid last week and so it's been a long time since the the three of us got together at the very least to talk about the Seahawks and it's been a a miserable several weeks. There's no yeah. no doubting that. I said on the uh I said on the podcast episode 222 two, two. Today it's out. I said on the podcast this morning that if you if you tasked me with doing one of these power ratings, have you ever do you guys would look at these oh, power ratings? Yeah. ratings? Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. If you said to me Mitch, do a power ratings for the 32 NFL teams as you feel they're playing today. 1 through 32. I would say probably the Seahawks would have a hard time being in the top 20 hmm. of my power ratings poll. I think they're in the bottom 12 yeah. as they're currently constituted and currently playing in the NFL. But yet, here we are. Here we are. We all wanted it and now we get a third a third swing at the San Francisco 49ers which couldn't be there couldn't be a worse opponent yeah. for the Seahawks in the in the nfc playoffs but we get it now migsy's quiet over there i are we, they were supposed to be 12 and 5 migsy are you yeah, still yeah, getting breakfast yeah. Yeah. yeah i already did that You already did he got that. Me breakfast I'm a man he of my did. word and you yeah. know what if a
5: couple games would have went the way that they should have we would have had a 12 and 5 season stop i it. blame yeah. the seahawks for screwing up my prediction wow. here we go uh uh-huh. uh-huh. Hey, but yeah. I said they'd make the playoffs with confidence, and sure as hell they did. And it was uh, an easy road to make the playoffs.
3: On the flip side, Mitch, you know, uh, you know, we, of course, we'll talk about, you know, obviously you said it. You thought, oh, the, the dismal, the dismal job of having to play the Niners again, who arguably are, are, are one of the best teams in football right now, uh, which is just amazing considering they're playing with their third string quarterback. Uh, what do you think of the Lions? I want to give them some love because I think they are, one of the best teams in football that is not, you know, and probably would be, would you put them in, you know, where would you put them in your power rankings? Because they should be in the playoffs, but because of how things go, and look, you know, they did lose to the Hawks, and that's fair and square. I, I love that tiebreaker than stupid stats. Um, what do you think yeah. of where the Lions should be? Because I want to give them some love. They they did us a solid.
2: Well, I think they would be very I think they would be very – I don't know that they'd be in the top five or seven, but I think the Detroit Lions would be in the top probably ten. Yeah. Or power pole this week if you were doing a power raid All the things that are true. In fact, we didn't visit last week. I have been bitching and moaning on every podcast. About the decision. Hey, uh, that- Mitch,
3: uh, one sec, one sec, buddy. You are breaking in and breaking out of us, and I don't know if we can fix that or if we'll just yeah. take you on the phone. It's uh, I can't hear a word you're saying, which is great because I never listened to you anyway. So now I have a reason. Uh, uh, but I mean, I would love to hear your answer. I know you said uh, top ten. It, uh, we'll give you another shot to see if it will fix it. And otherwise, I'll just have you pick up the phone and call us. Um, okay. All right. Well, you sound okay now. That's unfortunate because now I have to hear you. So top. Uh, <laughs> Top 10 for the Detroit Lions. Not yes. bad for as miserable of a start. As, what were they, 1-6, and six, I think, at the beginning of the year? So what a wonderful turnaround for that team. And they, they, they did us a solid, man. They
2: played a great game yesterday. If you go back, me okay? Am I coming through all right? Eh, uh, not really. So. Yeah, maybe we should have. Just uh, so. we, I didn't
5: do yeah. anything. You yeah, you know notice? what? <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it's, it's like it's like that weird like te- uh, like yeah. almost like you sound like you're going through like an auto tune voice thing. Like all of a sudden, yeah. it, it, it gets that weird robotic voice.
3: I think it's the God saying that you know really Mitch didn't deserve this breakfast. Uh, so we want you want to give him a call. Want to? we'll yeah. just get him on the phone line. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that, I'm Joe I mean, or whoever. called. Let's him.
2: try yeah. this. Does this is this any better? Yeah. Oh, no? actually, it
3: is a lot better.
2: Right, okay, I go. tried something. I I killed the Zoom, so I can't see you, which is actually a benefit for me to not be able to see your face. But I, that worked out well. But, yeah, now uh, you look,
3: yeah, now you're doing great. So <laughs> yeah. all right. So we gave love to the Detroit Lions. Uh, let's yes. talk about. Yes. Do you? Here's my only theory that I've got that gives me hope for this coming Saturday is that. Is it you know, the, 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 the Niners sure as hell know how to beat us. But do you think there's a way that after the you know, after two meetings, maybe the, 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 the when I said the Lions of so the Niners, d- is there something maybe the Niners don't know that we can exploit in them that might give us an edge that they can't overcome? Of course, we'd have to play perfect football.
2: I don't think so. Oh, no. damn it! well, I tried. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back to the Lions for a second because I was breaking in and out. Let's go back to the Lions. Uh, everything that you said was true. They deserve a lot of credit. When they were 1-6, and six, uh, they had lost a lot of close games, so it was kind of a deceiving 1-6, and, and they played great football the last many weeks. I was complaining, bitching and moaning on the podcast, as much as anybody would listen, that the NFL put that game on Sunday night. That was a grave injustice to the Seahawks to have to put the, the Lions and Packers. They should have played at the exact same time as the Seahawks yesterday, but... As they said on the television broadcast last night, this quarter, this uh, this coach of the Lions, he turned to his team and he said, "Listen, we're either don't even watch the Seahawks or the Rams because we're either going to go to the playoffs or we're going to knock their asses out of the playoffs. One of the two. So they came out, they played a great game last night. The Seahawks owe them a Christmas present, an an, an early or late Christmas present, and the Lions deserve a lot of credit. Yeah, they're playing great football. They're deserving of being in the playoffs, and it's too bad for them that they're not. As for the 49ers and the Seahawks game, when we started to record the podcast 2-2-2 last night, um, we had not seen the time of the game, and we had not seen the spread of the game. And I speculated that they would play the game early on Saturday, which they did, to get the Seahawks out of the way, and I thought that the spread would be about 14, two touchdowns against the 49ers this is a this is an impo- i believe this is kind of an impossible matchup for the for the seahawks i don't see how they get out of this game how they even make this game competitive but you know they play the games for a reason there's always a puncher's chance and as you say it's hard to beat a team three times so maybe the seahawks have um a knowledge of the 49ers that other teams don't but the niners are playing great football They're playing great defensive football, and they're just a terrible matchup for the Seahawks. Seahawks are really outmanned going into Saturday's game, but let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's give them a shot. Yeah, you know the
3: I, I, and and uh, you know and uh, as we and now we'll talk. I, I think we'll we'll bring up the fact that uh, all right. Let's take at least the NFC. Uh, you know and take a look at who do you think is charmed in the NFC. Boy, do I think that the Dallas Cowboys are living a charmed life uh, because I really believe if things go the way they're supposed to go, and if I'm doing my math correctly, uh, they you know they will be the only wild card team that will win, and that means. They They'll play the Eagles, which they have a great chance of beating. And at that point, I I look at it, the conference championship, to me, you know, I hate to say it, I think it's going to be the Niners and the Cowboys. What what, What do you see going into it if you had to pick a conference championship right now?
2: Well, the first thing that you have to know and you have to remember is there's no guarantee that the Cowboys will actually play the Philadelphia Eagles in the second round. Because the Cowboys are the five, and the the buccaneers are the 4 right which makes the vikings the 3 right right so if the vikings were to lose in the first round then the cowboys and and buccaneers winner would avoid the eagles in the second round because they reseed you're in the NFL after yeah. the after the first round, yeah,
3: right? I, I I get you on that. I just look at probabilities, and I don't think those wild card teams are going to beat their, the, the 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 guys they're playing. Except, of course, the Cowboys are a much better team than the Bucks, and if they lose to the Bucks, I, I almost I almost think that's just as impossible as the Niners uh, Seahawks. I just can't see the Buccaneers beating the Cowboys, but you know anything can happen. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. but it, I, I I think they would though if it goes the way I say, where they're the only wild card winner. Mitch, wouldn't they play yeah. the Eagles then? But
2: yes, yes. Because if it's reseeded, all it is is that the Eagles will play the lowest remaining seed in the second round. So if you're right. If the Vikings lo- if the Vikings beat the Giants, and we're left with one, two, three, and four, or one, two, three, and five, yeah, mm-hmm. then then the uh, the the Cowboys would play the Eagles in the second round, and you'd have the winner of the Buccaneers. And uh, well, that's the winner. Of it would the be, the Vikings and, and it be the, Vikings the Vikings and Niners. Would it be the Vikings and Niners? Yeah. No, I don't think, No, I don't think the Cowboys are playing well enough to be in the in the. Oh really? Game. Oh yeah. wow! I think I think that the um, I think that the Eagles will beat the Cowboys in the second round in the scenario that you lay out. I think that the uh, the Eagles will beat the Cowboys in the second round, and I think the 49ers will beat the Vikings in the second round, and I think that the 49ers will play the Eagles in that scenario for the NFC Championship.
3: So let me just go out there because Seahawks fans are probably so tired of us not even bringing them up. If the Hawks miraculously beat the Niners, right. do you feel at that point that, that that would be their toughest game and as long as they can keep their act together, they, they could have as good of a chance as anybody, if not might even be the team to beat? No, no. Oh, okay. Good. I, I you think, know what? I do I, think I tried, the first you part of at it, least the I glass is that, half empty all the time with you or mostly <laughs> empty or tipped over and broken. I'm trying, people. I am trying no, to get Mitch no. to give us some light at the I, end of a tunnel. I, I
2: think the forty I think the 49ers are the worst team that they can play. Uh, yes. The first part of your question, which is are the 49ers the toughest opponent for the Seahawks? I think is a yes. The second part of your question is if they were to get through that game, and I'm telling you, I cannot close my eyes and see. Any visual where the Seahawks get through that game on Saturday
5: miracles,
2: miracles. Oh, maybe we need to sign another bet, huh, boys?
3: That's the only way the Hawks yeah, right? win. If I make a bet, I mean, this is that's a fool's bet that I make. But is that what I have to do? Do I have to bet against the Hawks in order for us to double uh, or nothing? Oh, uh, that's horrible. I mean, it's it, a. I you know what? I'd rather go double or nothing to, to, to help out Hawks fans. I'll bet against the Hawks. Yeah, but, but Mitch, is, Mitch isn't betting for the Hawks. That's the yeah, problem. that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. He won't do
2: the If the Seahawks should somehow shock the world and beat the 49ers in San Francisco on Saturday, I don't think at that point, to go to your question, that they would be they would be the team to beat in the NFC. My My guess is that they would lose the very next week. But let's just play one at a time and see if they can be competitive against San Francisco. I'm still shocked that the spread is only 10 of that game. Uh, yeah, they, they only I think they only lost by 8 the last time around when they played them here. But if you go back to that game, you got to remember that was that Thursday night game where yeah. they were ahead and they threw an intercept a pick six that was called back by the 49ers and then the 49ers late in the game took the ball down to the one or two yard line. That that was like a 20 point win that looked like an 8 point win on the scoreboard. At the end of the uh, at the end of the game, so I don't think. Look, I, I don't want to be the person that's just ragging on the Seahawks all morning. They made the playoffs. No one thought that they would be able to make the playoffs this year in the transition year after the Russell Wilson trade. They deserve a lot of a lot of credit. Geno, despite the fact that he didn't play as well the last five six weeks as he did the first ten or eleven, uh, had a, a four thousand yard Pro Bowl year. By the way, for your listeners that don't know, he made a million dollars last night on the mm-hmm. Lions Packers game. He yeah. had a million dollar incentive to make the playoffs. So by making by the Lions winning last night, they won him a million dollars from yeah. the Seahawks.
5: I heard he got like all of his incentives, like three point five million after all was sent up, which is incredible. Correct.
2: Yeah. That's right. Seven million. He made three and a half million base salary, and then he had three three and a half million available to him in incentives, and he made every penny of it. So he comes away. From 2022, with seven million dollars from the Seahawks, and now he's a free agent, or he will be a free agent once the the uh, the postseason ends. So the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, the coaching staff, John Schneider, the GM, they all deserve a lot of credit this morning for making the playoffs. But you know, going back to your thought about the Dolphins squeaking in, I can't imagine two less impressive playoff teams than the Dolphins and the Seahawks, yeah. both of which are. Are double-digit underdogs in Week One of the postseason, but give the give the Seahawks organization some credit—they made it. They they got to nine and eight, and uh, a lot of people said on your show, at least one person did, a nine and eight Seahawks team will make the playoffs. Yeah, you did, and and they did. So, yeah, can we are. just Let's say watch the
5: game? One of the greatest moments I felt, and I don't know if it was like it was just the way that it looked. It was like straight out of a movie. Was that Quandre Diggs interception? Because of, and when that giant, when that pass went deep, and I'm watching, I'm like, well, there goes the season. Yeah. And out of the screen, he just comes out of nowhere and does like that. What like that Willie Mays catch? I'm like, this is like a movie moment right here. This is incredible. And it's taunting the <laughs> players on the ranch. I know, not the smartest thing, but whatever. I don't care. We won the game. But I was just like, that. What an awesome moment that was.
2: But grumpy old men like me will point out he could have got more yards. He could have got more yards. (laughs) Yes, maybe as opposed to using his energy pointing at Bobby (laughs) Wagner on the sideline of the Rams, he should have considered staying in bounds and then progressing down the matriculating down the field about twenty-five or thirty yards to help the Seahawks get back in the. Uh, You know, field goal position to win the football game and get in there. It's not as if the game didn't mean anything for the Seahawks. I would have liked to see Quandre. Actually, try to help his team out a little bit more by moving down the field.
3: Yeah, you know, between him and DK Metcalf, I, honest to God, I don't know what goes on in their brains that they can't realize the, the stakes of a situation and just stop showboating or being idiots. I, you know, I don't, I, uh, you know, hey, Mitch, thank God the refs didn't see some stuff.
5: At least we didn't push anybody's uh, medical team that were checking you know, up on a player. Yeah, that,
3: that's a good point. You're right. You're right. Again, yeah. you know,
5: what are they, these players, man? It's like, do you? forget what's going on I think emotions and and I I, got to imagine that's the case man
3: yeah I I just feel like though you got to have that in control uh, you know in the last game of the season you've got to have that under control sure everybody gets hot under the collar but you know not everybody does that so I really feel like you can't use that as an excuse anymore otherwise every player would be acting like an idiot
2: um well the truth of the matter is go back to your um your point a couple of moments ago where you talked about the officiating We love to bitch and moan about officiating, right? That's what fans like to do. Well, if you're going to bitch and moan about officiating in games where it goes against you, you've got to acknowledge games where you get breaks. And they got three humongous breaks from the officials. You just mentioned one. He did not get called for 15 yards for taunting. Had he got called for taunting, that would have gone 15 yards the other way. And had they not gotten a first down, we could be talking about you winning the bet this morning, BJ. Yeah. That was number one. Number two, D.K. Metcalf yep. put his hand in the face mask of uh, Jalen Ramsey on the sideline there. A clear 15-yard penalty. That was not called. And then the, maybe the biggest play of the game was the call roughing the punter on the Rams yesterday where the guy hardly ran into Dixon, the punter. He actually grabbed him and pulled him into him. There was no penalty there. They gave him a first down, and the Seahawks went down and scored on that position. uh, Three three really bad calls or non-calls. As but the here's the thing, you
3: dogs, you, right? you can say what you want, but I am going to complain about the officiating. I don't care because it seems like the officials always make the bad calls when I have a bet on the line with you and they always favor <laughs> you. I am going to file a grievance with the NFL because there I have is. lost a lot of bets because of bad officiating in your favor. So I just want you to know I'm still going to bitch about it. But you're right, Mitch. I mean, it's in life, if you stay in the game, everything will even itself out. And you're you're, you're right. I mean, it's it it, it does go both. ways over the course of time we get our bad calls we get our good calls um and yesterday was the case yeah we're not in the playoffs if we don't get those if, if the refs don't pay those calls um well, so next week we'll talk to you. Uh, yes. And either way, it's going to be an amazing conversation because we're going to talk about an amazing year that no one ever thought was going to happen. And then you know, it seems like everybody thinks it's a bright future. Or we're going to be talking about one of the greatest upsets you know that uh, that's happened in Seahawk history. That's for sure. Um, either way, I'm looking forward to it. And you can catch
2: what episode is this that dro- dropped today? Episode two twenty two dropped early this morning. And I will point out if I have a second. Uh, for your listeners that are Seahawks fans, they should know there was another part to the story yesterday, which was the draft choices. You, you guys and I talked about it before we went on during the break. They they uh, got some bad news yesterday, which was that the Denver Broncos beat the Chargers, which means the Seahawks' number three overall pick turns into number five. Oh, I know yeah. that's only two spots, yeah. but that was a that was a downer because those two spots may cost them the player that they really, really wanted. And then their own pick... Had they lost to the Rams yesterday, would have been number 14. As it turns out, if they lose to the Niners on Saturday, that pick will be number 20. So instead of going third and 14 in the first round next year in April, they will go five and 20. I don't know if that means anything to anybody because they are going to the playoffs, but I didn't want to mention that. Episode yeah. two two two. Uh, yes, debuted today. It's a great show, a fun show, and uh, talk a lot about DeMar Hamlin have a, uh, a cardiologist on to talk about what exactly happened on that field on Monday night and what he's looking at in terms of rehab and what we can all do to help our, our cardiac our, our cardiac uh, health, watch uh, watch ourselves and the tests that we can have done. We also have a guy on from a plane who lives in a plane in Hillsboro, Oregon, a funny guy, a quirky guy who actually lives on a plane. A lot of good stuff on Episode 222. And we'll talk next week after the Seahawks hopefully give the 49ers a game on Saturday
3: mitch unfiltered you can get that anywhere you get podcasts or at mitch com. and yeah we'll have to work out this breakfast thing that's it kills me it kills me mitch thanks for being with us and um well, all right. Uh, <laughs> we're all going to be watching on Sunday, and we're all going to be hoping for the happy ending that every movie gives you. Uh, and, you know, hey, uh, you know, well, you know, it's it's been a hell of a season. So we'll see. Boy, wouldn't it be great to have that magic? Wouldn't that magic be amazing if somehow, some way, the Hawks figure it out and actually beat the Niners? That's that would be just pure insanity. It's going to happen. All right, I like this. You know what? You, you, you've said some things that I really thought are dumb and I don't want to agree with. This is the one thing I'm 100% behind you, buddy. Let's go. I'm with you. Arnold Schwarzenegger was not the first choice. This is a. I love when I hear stories like this. He was not the first choice to play the iconic role of the Terminator. And, uh, yeah, you will seriously not believe who the studio wanted to star in the film. I'll tell you, at 747 on The Rock.
4: Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagné, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Travis, if you're upside down in your mortgage, should you continue to make the payment? Continuing to pay your mortgage or not is a complex decision because you're going to have to pay to to live somewhere. You're going to have a housing payment. So continuing to make your house payment really depends on several factors. One is whether or not you have a second mortgage. Um, The second one is how affordable your ongoing monthly mortgage payment is. Uh, Another uh, issue is whether your mortgage is adjustable and you're facing an increase in your mortgage payments later on when interest rates go up. If you do have a second mortgage in this economy with the housing prices being down, oftentimes we we can take off or strip off that second mortgage in a Chapter 13 case so that you'd only have the first mortgage to continue to pay. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's
0: ChooseTheRightChapter.com. And thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.